I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good's footy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Over and I miss it already. Yeah, I missed it at quarter time. <laughs> I was missing it as the game was starting because I was like, Sean, should have been us, mate. Should have been us. Uh, you're right. It should have been Brisbane. Uh, by us, I, mean, I assume you mean Brisbane. You got on the bandwagon. And Geelong. Oh, I mean, Essendon. Did you see my top eight for next year? Yes, for next year. I'm talking about this Did you year. see who wasn't in it? Yeah, no, I did notice that. Yeah. You're a big piece of shit. I'm not a big piece of shit. I'm a little one. You're a massive cockhead. Oh, why, mate? Why? We've established this last week. We're not going to go over it again. The window's slammed closed. That's not. Everybody agrees with it. Nobody's written in to say, hey, <laughs> the window's wide open. Shut hey, up, Carno. Remember, remember last year when uh, you spent <laughs> all of the back half of last season telling yeah. me that the window was closed and never opening again? Yeah. Um, and then Have you won a premiership since then? <laughs> the window is a premiership window. Sure, but like we got close. Mm. We got... Within a, we were in front. If we had had Tom Hawkins, I think we would have won. Well, you know. I, I generally think we would have. Ives, buts, and maybes. Yeah, sure. Tom, I don't want to be negative. Geelong had a fantastic season. Yeah. And Bristow to Brisbane. Thank you. Best two seasons in this room. I agree. Oh, considerably. <laughs> Sorry, Dusha. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, look, footy, oh, I miss it. Yeah. I, I thought about like, I was like, oh, you know, we'll have the trade period and that'll be fun. And, and then the women's season will start at some point. Don't know when though, because they still haven't announced when it's fucking how, starting. How can they not have that date set? Yet? Surely, wasn't it supposed to come in like July or August? Like, I, I feel like I saw a thing being like, we'll talk about the next season at this time. Why can't they have this figured out by the time the previous season ends? Why is this such a. Why, still discussing- this happens every year. It does my head in. They don't, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, they also have said three weeks of finals, maybe, but still conferences and still is it conferences? Maybe or no, yes. no. no I, I think it's going to be conferences. But oh, fuck apparently, the conferences apparently, off. apparently, Sean, though, to translate, is it going to be conferences or is it still maybe? Tom said, I think it's going to be conferences. So we don't know. It still is a maybe. I'm but hearing probably. though that one of the reasons the delay and look, 
one of the reasons there is a delay is that the CBA, so the collective bargaining agreement that all the players have to sign, and there's a massive, not an issue, but there's a bit of a, a stoppage, if you will, um, between the Players Association, the women's players, and the AFL. The women want better representation than the AFL Players Association. I think they only have two or one. I'm going to, again, look, facts aren't our strong suit here, so I'm going to get a lot of things wrong here. But the general gist is that the person who was kind of driving for the women have has resigned from the AFL because she was like, I'm fucking sick of this. They were just getting kind of stonewalled. The women, a lot of the a lot of the players are like, we don't want fucking conferences. We're not signing the CBA. Now there are some that are like, no, we're prepared to sign a CBA. Um, like some clubs, I think West Coast, Fremantle, and Adelaide have said we're just happy to go again. Yeah. But a lot of the Victorian clubs have been like, no. And Brisbane, I'm pretty sure, and the Gold Coast have said, yeah. no, we want, we don't want conferences. We want to play everyone once. Um, and I think that's what's delaying it is that I think they're fighting harder than I think the AFL realised they would. Yeah, it's um, also the biggest deal they've negotiated. Correct. Because previously I think they just do season by season, but I think this one is for three years. Three years, correct. Yeah. correct. That's big. They'll change that agreement to one year so it's easy to get everyone to sign it and then they'll figure it out next year. And Maybe. we'll get the same thing again. It just, it's a fast. Just give us a full season. Give us the fuck. So I, this is the thing. I went to get excited about footy coming back by blur and couldn't get excited because I don't know when footy's coming back. How can you have a CBA when you don't know what length your season is. That's, I think, the point that they're making. <laughs> that just seems so simple to me. Well, like, no, think, AFL, think- just fucking say this is the schedule. This is how many games. Like, yep. far out. How are you supposed to? If, oh, if, if you're that, worried about- That baffles me. What, what I find staggering, too, is that they delayed the expansion of the league yep. by one year and then immediately expanded it by three more teams after the first expansion, but are still going to do- Like, it just seems- Either you're going to take two years after it before each expansion to let it grow each time, yeah. or you shouldn't have delayed it the first. It just it just screams like they've created this thing. And people are like, yeah, but how are they going to make money from it? And I've read a lot of people being like, you could sell tickets for five bucks. Because at the moment, tickets are free. I reckon there are people who will pay money to see women's footy. You could pay five, ten bucks a ticket. Yep. I would fucking pay. I'd yeah, go. Same. I'd yeah. buy a the membership. The difference between free and five dollars probably isn't enough to stop the people that were already going. And if you're going to try it, because you're not sure if you like it, again, $5 probably isn't that much different from... No. Like, sure, if you've got a family of 13, then yeah, $5 adds up. Hey, Dusha, kids free. Under under 10 free, right? Love it. Under 12. Under like 10. Yeah, under 12. Rules. Under 15. Yeah, sure. Free. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> free. Wait. Oh, like, no, we're oh, back. Oh. Hey. Gil's got enough fucking money. Even it out. AFL free also. <laughs> Everything's free. We've done it. We've destroyed capitalism. Uh, guys, we solved it. Welcome AFL. to How Good Socialism. <laughs> I wish I would have free round where every game that round is just free. Fuck. Imagine the attendance. There'd be. Gil would never. People would die. Every Sunday, though, kids are free, kids are free yeah. already. So there's already a big. Anyway, we should talk is that, about. Is that nationwide or is that just in the VFL? No, no, everywhere. Every, every. I, I think so. Do yeah. you. Uh, what, are the Gabba not on that? Are the Gabba a bunch of tight asses? Then I haven't been there on a Sunday. Sean, I've noticed something you've lent into a, a, a lot of recent, and we haven't called it out yet, but you're a big fan of throwing around VFL all of a sudden. Yeah, I had him. All of a sudden? Come on, mate. All of a sudden. My whole life. No. no I don't know. been mate, in the last three weeks. Are you going to ask me where it came from? Couldn't tell you. Don't know. Just hate him. <laughs> hate Gil. I think he's a big fuckwit. 
Yeah, but we've always had that theory. Why are you suddenly know. been like, oh, VFL? You've noticed it too, right? I have, yeah. yeah. Probably because my team got knocked out and so now <laughs> that's all I've got left. But not got by a boring team. Angry man yells at clouds, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Boys. Speaking of uh, the team that knocked out Brisbane and football, uh, so we are currently experiencing the grand final hangover. We went to the grand final on Saturday. Yep. And it was, Tom, what type of game was it? First quarter, scintillating. Oh, Brilliant. Tense. Contested. Tense. Close. Like 12 minutes into the first Ooh. quarter was before the first goal was kicked. Goal, four points of difference. Oof. So exciting. Juicy. Ask him about the next three quarters. Tom, how was the second third of Oh, no. They were dog shit. Dog shit. Translate we- that. They were ass. They were bad. <laughs> they were. I, look. Okay, this is what I imagine it felt like for neutral supporters to watch the 2007 grand final because I loved it. But I can also appreciate and admit that it would be terrible to watch a team lose by 100 points in a grand final. Yeah. And now I know what that's like because I basically watched it happen on Saturday. Yeah. Well, Actually, I watched half a call. I watched half of it happen. I then was like, going to go to the bar and listen to Bruce. We we made a valiant, F, uh, valiant decision to, at halftime, sacrifice our seats and just – Go watch from the MCC bar, which coincidentally also served full strength alcohol. They weren't. They weren't related. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, we would have stuck around too. Like in that third quarter when they kicked the first goal, if they had got a roll on, oh, we would have gone it? straight back. When I just we were at the bar. Game. Douche and I were like, they kick one goal and we're back in. They didn't. Unfortunately, Richmond, I think, kicked five in a row after that. Yeah. So the Giants kicked the first goal, and then I'm pretty sure. Jeremy Richmond, Cameron, was it? Yep. And then Richmond kicked the next seven or eight in a row. Yep. Yeah. No, 11. Fuck. Next 11, I think it was. Jesus. Yep. It was just, yeah. Yeah. Even at halftime, you're like, oh, Giants, they could pull a third quarter like they did against Collingwood. It could happen. Boys, on this show, we're very optimistic. Mm. We are. But let's be honest. Richmond were always going to win. Yeah, I, I think like, we knew. Yeah, I was saying to people on Friday – I'm going to be going for GWS, but honestly, I think it'll be tight for a half and then Richmond will win by 40 or 50 points. We got that just a quarter earlier than we were expecting. Yeah. I actually said exactly the same thing on Footy Footy Foot. I appeared on Matt Stewart's footy program. You can watch it on YouTube. And it, yeah, ended the show with the same thing. After being questioned about AFL conspiracies that made me look like Tom. Hmm. Oh, that's no good for yeah, you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Every time I said another sentence, Matt was like, you understand this is absolute madness and you look <laughs> insane. And I was like... Can't wait to meet Matt again and be like, Dushim might have told you that they're all my theories, but they're not, and there's no recording around that can prove that. <laughs> I'm fairly sure Matt listens to this show. <laughs> He's been on it. Um, look, yeah, I, I think, look, this, so is, this is the inevitable result everyone thought, right? And we also witnessed, so there was two historical things that happened on Saturday. First ever GWS grand final and the lowest ever score recorded in a grand final. Yep. Ever. Really? Or was it since 1960? It's the lowest ever. They oh, needed. Geez. They needed to. They I think it's the three, equal lowest. I think they needed to get one, uh, three more points to beat their record. As a, as a, as just a neutral supporter, I think there is actually nothing more terrifying in football boys than watching Richmond when they start believing in themselves. Once they get a little bit of a run on, they're very hard to stop because then all because yeah. then all that they believe, so they start doing all the little fucking crazy things that just work for them, and you the go knock-ons. The knock-ons, the little half handballs, the weird kicks. You, Tom, yep, I don't hate it. Oh, I love it. I don't mind. I like watching Richmond. To be honest, 
It's I supporters. Don't hate, like, here's the thing. It's Richmond, the supporters. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Richmond have won, and I don't feel depressed. Whereas if Collingwood yeah. had won the premiership, I don't even know if we'd be here right now. There are some, look, put it this way. There are some players at Richmond that I quite like. I've just decided, boys, that I love Basher Hooley. Oh, me too. He Did you see the, the photo? So he's wrist tape. He has tape on his wrist and uh, often writes things on there. Yeah, what do you say? The only thing that he had written on his wrist tape during the grand final was just the word smile and a smiley face. Oh, he's, How beautiful is that? He, did you see him coaching the morning after? Yep. He was at my work today doing coaching again. Legend. Just a good bloke. Angel. Love him. Richmond legend. Uh, could have been an Essendon legend. Yeah. Could have won a Norm Smith at least twice and hasn't. Yeah, he's, he's a bit stiff actually. He and Michael fair, Bosser in the same club. He there. was probably stiffer in 2017 oh, than stiffer this year. Stiffer in 2017. Yeah. This year, this like. One, I, with 10 minutes, 15 minutes ago, I thought he was a sniff. And then Dusty kicked another. And Dusty kicked one or two more and it was like, uh, nah, it's not going to happen. Get what, 23, four goals? That's pretty good. Do you know the fucking king of party time goals at the uh, grand final was? Jack Rewald. Oh, loves it. <laughs> loves it. Kicked five. Yeah, but he, he kicked three in the second quarter. True. One from a very dubious uh, dive. Oh, yeah, that wasn't great. Oof, no. Um, do Richmond have the most divers in their team? They've got a couple of floppers. Mm. Rants. And they're all very good players. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? They want to win. Okay. Look at me in the eye, boys. Mm. When Rance did his ACL, did you genuinely believe that they could have won a premiership this year? No. Without Rance. Mate, round 14, I think they were... Seven and six. Ninth. They? Uh, they were... Or was that a little bit earlier in the season? I think they were 12th at one stage. And they were definitely ninth before they went on their 12 wins in a row. In a row. So they were, they were yeah. seven, six at one point, and then yeah. they didn't lose a game They'd after that. They lost three in a row. And then won 12 this straight. This is like I... I don't know lost we, three in a row and got more injuries in that last game, and then it was just fucked from there because they managed to rebuild the team on the run because it was just chaos for a bit, yeah. and then people started coming back. Um, Chris Fagan won the Coach of the Year Coach of the Year award, which I think is great. Good yep. on him. Should have been Damien Hardwick. He's probably personally. he's probably second because the amount of injuries, like fucking hell. Yeah, but they had the amount of injuries that Collingwood had and Collingwood used it as an excuse whereas Richmond never did. And I would argue that the players that Richmond were missing at various points. So at one point Richmond were missing Rance, Nankervis, Rewalt, Cochin. Yeah. I think Presty missed parts of the year, Edwards missed parts of the year. They went through they had uh, I think one period where they had a different captain every week for 5 weeks. Yeah, they had four captains this year. <laughs> yeah. Like just Which when you, they've had great injury runs in the previous two years. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially in that premiership year. I, look, and I will say this. I think they also won because I, at looking at the game and we look at who was going to be the Norm Smith, it was kind of hard to pick because I've never seen just a stronger like collective system team game. It was yeah. a game. The Richmond Football Club as a collective dismantled GWS. There was no – Yeah. Because usually in situations like this, there is like three or four players that just tear it up. But no – it was literally the whole team. Yeah, it was a murder. I, I just, on the coach thing, I think that they should change the timing of that award. Give it out after the grand final. It should be after the grand final. Yep. You know what I mean? Because I think Leon Cameron came, he either came second or third in the voting. Yep. It's like if they win the premiership, he probably should win it. Do you Correct. know what I mean? And I will say, like, uh, like Cameron did a good job to get to the grand final Fagan with the injuries he had too. as well. Yeah. Like, when you think of the players he was missing throughout the year too, that's, like, huge. Mm. Losing, you know, Whitfield for huge chunks of the year, Kelly, yep. Cornelio, like they were battling a lot. Yep. Cameron missed a few games, but they just were not good. No. 
They weren't ready. They weren't. You could see that they looked good in that first quarter, and then all of a sudden, it was. To be honest, I knew they were going to lose when Rioli kicked that goal with a second to go at the last quarter. There was no first one anywhere. First quarter, that's right. And there was no one anywhere near him. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I was a bit too easy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the flood. <laughs> I love that you said, I knew they were going to lose when Rioli kicked that goal with one second to go in the last quarter. I meant the first. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. But you knew what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you could literally see, especially in the first 20 minutes, GWS went into that defensive shutdown thing because they were trying to weather Richmond and it worked for a bit. But then like a dam with a big crack in it. I, I yeah, I saw the same thing happen to Geelong and you seen the same thing happen to Richmond. You weather it for so long and then all Richmond. of a sudden Fuck, what did I say? Richmond. Boys well, honest mistake, both great teams. I think I'm still drunk. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. I saw how much you drank. I'm drunk on footy. <laughs> that was yeah, so if anyone goes to our Twitter account and looks at the uh, Q and A, we were drunk on footy. Yeah. Nothing else. We'd been on waters all day. Yep. That the coronas in my hand <laughs> for all of the videos are just full of water. <laughs> it's a weird color. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the yellow bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sun was on them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. That's how, exactly. The lemon how it works. was just there to flavor the water. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm refreshing. I'm a, yeah, I'm one of those people. Yeah. Puts lemon in my water. Huge yeah. crowd though. Hundred thousand. Hundred thousand and fourteen. Yep. Yep. Official um, crowd stat. I want to know. Where were those 10 people? 14 people? No, 10. So it's 100,024 as a capacity. Last year we oh. had 100,023. There was 10 people. Where are they? Don't know, mate. Do they, does that mean that 10 people bought tickets and didn't turn up? No, it just means 10 people weren't there. But then it's not a sellout. So how come 10 more people couldn't buy a ticket? <sighs> Maybe 10 people just didn't turn up. I, I mean, That's potentially. That's crazy, no, 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 though. No. Is it possible that the they got the count wrong? No, no. Does it count? As you scan your yep. ticket to it come scans, in. Scan, scans. So people either went to a bit of a grand final breakfast, yep. fronted up to the ground, and people went, mate, you need to go home. <laughs> or uh-huh. they went to a grand final breakfast and didn't make it. It could be a number of factors. Uh, unwell, whatever. Could it be an error. <laughs> Sean, it's not a fucking error. How do you know, mate? Is it a foolproof system? Yes. <laughs> I don't believe that. That's wild in itself, though, to 100,000 tickets and only 10 people didn't use them. It's pretty big. Statistically, those 10 people could could probably be dead. That's such a Fuck, small Joel. This is a bleak <laughs> fucking episode all of a sudden. Maybe they 10 don't. people didn't go to the grand final. They're dead. Someone killed them for their ticket and then, like, didn't know how to use it properly. <laughs> the blood got on the barcode. No, 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 no. Someone killed them for their tickets. They got there. They got arrested at the ground. Ooh, there you go. justice. There you go. Saw a, saw a cop car at one point. Yep, probably had those 10 people in it. Very unusual. Shouldn't be any cops at the football. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> the only oh. policing at the football are people in high-vis and they're on the ground. Yep. That's the policing in football. Do you reckon a um, friend of the show who we met, Brandon from Canada, and yes. his wife, do you reckon they were the furthest travelling uh, people in the crowd? So they were from Canada, still they're off from, from Canada. They're from Edmonton. 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 The, the Oilers. I nearly said Edge Bastion, which is the ground in England. So kill me, I guess. No. Maybe one of those 10 people. <laughs> it's almost 11. Edmonton. Yep. They're from Edmonton. I reckon probably. Might have been. Who else would have, could have been there? Like I'm trying to, oh, no, because I was like any other Americans, but I don't think there's any other like 
The UK countries. is further away than America. Hundred well, percent people Where, would travel well, further. Yeah, it's already game over then. Well, there you go. There'd be yeah. a lot. Of, there'd be a lot of travelers, wouldn't there? Ch- Again, you would know, from- Tom. Why? I don't know. You work at the ground. Yeah, sure. International tickets. Look, you know Isn't what? There a system that counts people. Yeah. Yeah. When they scan in, it doesn't scan. You don't scan your passport. You scan your ticket and your pa- uh, passport, please, sir. Maybe you should. As <laughs> you're scanning, you security's scan. a bit lax. If I, you know, if I may, the guy was not interested at all. He was kind of like, yeah, right, turn around, yep, cool, see you, mate. Hey, Sean, if he needed to be interested, he'd be interested. Would he? Yep. I take a course in that. I want to find out a bit more. <laughs> I don't know how much that little thing can do, yeah, mate. The reason it's silent. I've seen Tom. I've seen. We, none of us had a bag, but I've seen bag checks where it's kind of like you just open it. and They have a, a look in. They're not feeling anything. Some depends on who you get. Some will feel. The not size. that I have anything. Uh, if the government's listening, <laughs> are you going to are you going to do a Rex hunt? I never take anything, and in fact, I never take a bag. Have you heard this story about Rex hunt? No, well, what he was you? at the airport, and because oh, he was annoyed that he had to take his belt off and his pants fell down <laughs> as he was going through the check in <laughs> thing, and he was like. They don't check you well enough. So what he did is to prove a point was he then smuggled a whole bunch of like metal forks onto the plane. Oh, Rex, come on, mate. And it's like, okay, I get what you're trying to do, but also that's a big crime. <laughs> How do you get through with them? Qantas, Qantas Club. <sighs> the elite. Mm. Mm. But I'm pretty sure you get checked again before you get on the plane, don't you? I, once when I was overseas, there was a guy going through security ahead of me and he opened up his duffel bag and there was about 30 aerosol cans in there. And they were just like, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> He's just like, I don't know. That was it. I never saw him. I'm going to get taken away. I do love when someone goes through and it's like all the things you can't take and you just see someone open a bag and they're just like, a pair of scissors, stick of tape, do a gun. <laughs> and you're like, mate, you can't take that. You, what did Also, you go through like 80 different things that say do not take liquids, do not take – yeah. in multiple languages, there are photos everywhere. There is always someone who gets there and someone's just like, what's this? And just pours the water out. There's like shampoo <laughs> bottles. I mean – I've had toothpaste once. It was a bit too big. I didn't realise. I thought it was like a travel size that's, one. But yeah, that's it was, it was the one before. size up Jeff from the travel. Yep. Had to throw it out. Yep. Oh, that's that's rough. Yeah, look. That's about four bucks right there. <laughs> Probably three. Bloody yeah. Because the, U- the UK has slightly stricter liquid laws than Australia. Yeah. So that's that's what got me as well. Same thing happened. I was going to Shanghai. but Oh, also uh, I had an issue where I had a shampoo bottle that was half full but because the number on the bottle said it was like 200 mils. And it was half full, but because it says 200 mils, they're like, no. Oh, I don't like that. Sean. Technicality. Boys, are you fucking kidding me? I don't like it. Oh, I'm not bit. upset. I yeah, sometimes just saying- you're waiting for your stuff to come through the thing and yeah. you can see the screen. So the person sitting at the desk watching the bags come through. Guy behind me, I saw his bag go through. Gun. <laughs> was he a cop? Must have been because there was no fuss whatsoever. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, there you go. And I was like, <laughs> what? And, and you, you sort of looked and you, he made eye contact with you and you were like, oh, nah, I, looked at the uh, guy, I, was too, I was too scared. I was like, oh, fuck. I imagine you were like, cop. He's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, no. no. Uh, yeah, I'm Grim. Gonna, I'm going to change my flight. <laughs> Do you reckon that's what happened in the Giants? They got held up at the airport and that's why uh, they didn't get there until – after the game had finished. I still haven't arrived. Still not no, there. No, they were there for the first quarter. Um, to be fair, we look at it in context like this, though. We're, we're a bit harsh on them. Sorry, Deja, I cut you off. I do that every week, but that's okay. Uh, what I was going to say was... Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Okay. No, you go. Sorry. Um, I'm going to cut you off, Tom. Yeah, sure. So uh, <laughs> at my work, we have security guards. Occasionally, I work in a rougher part of Melbourne. I enjoy the security chatter. Uh, and the security guards there 
Uh, I worked the night after the grand final, so Sunday night, and the security guard there had bruised and bloodied knuckles. And I was like, oh. mate, what happened? He's like, last night I did security at the precinct in Richmond on Swan oh, Street. And he was, he was like, "I my arms are so sore from the amount of fights I had to break up and get involved. In. Oh, man. My God. Apparently, yeah, there was a couple of Chitty uh, <laughs> supporters that thought it would be a good idea to go there. Really? No, mm. no, 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 no. Fuck that. They should be able to go wherever they want. Tom, shut up. Don't go down there. No, but Tom. Tom, nah, Tom. I agree. In but a perfect also, world, yes. But all right. This you, again, I have I no mean, problem. You didn't, you didn't buy a scarf because you're a coward. Dusha, we had our scarves on. Yes. You had a beanie. Yes. Would we have, like, say, 11 o'clock at night after the grand final, walked down Swan Street? No. No. I wouldn't do it if I was wearing a Richmond fucking scarf. Just say, here's the thing, right? I, I, I did I didn't. Tom, you yeah. did, I feel like you've misunderstood my point. My point is that Richmond supporters are scum. That's what I was saying. I don't. <laughs> a, co- I, a co-worker of mine uh, went uh, to Swan Street at about 7.30 at night. She thought, I'm back for Richmond. I just want to go down there and get amongst it. There was an old bloke just pissing in the street. And, <laughs> and his mates all like with their cameras out filming him and laughing. That was what it was, Tom. Anarchy. Can I just say, yeah. yes, Tom. the times where Geelong have won and you've gone to a street party in Geelong, yeah. none of that shit. Yeah, but Geelong. Everyone's buying you a kebab, high-fiving you. It's Tom. a sleepy town. Tom. Yeah, exactly. Tom. We love one Tom. another. What scarf are you wearing in that situation? A Geelong one. There you go, mate. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no one's like fighting or pissing in the street. No one's climbing on top of the fucking Richmond Club Hotel roof and holding aloft a poster of Toby Green on fire. Oh, I don't like that. Did you not man. see this? No, people were setting right. flares off and doing that. And people were like, oh, the celebrations got out of hand on Swan Street. And I did see someone on Twitter go, if this had been a soccer crowd, yeah. all of the reports would be about how they should all be in jail. Yeah, because it's a footy crowd. It's a big grand final. We let. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. Apparently, I don't know though. Like, I think we would condemn that if it was. I'm condemning it right now. Don't. But the general no, but media the was the consensus. Generally, I know the media report on it in soccer, but it's generally that sort of behaviour is happening at the game. Yeah, true. I mean, it's still shit house. Some don't it- don't burn effigies of a guy who had a terrible game when you smack. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you had it played really well and then you just beat them Be again, don't burn. Yeah, as that rapper said, who I never remember his name. Be more like Trent Cotchin, please. Oh, I could. Asher Hooley as well. Asher Hooley. Yeah. Be more like Marlon Pickett. Give your medal away. Can we talk about Marlon Pickett? Uh, someone at one of the clubs in Richmond set fire to a GWS scarf and threw it in the air, which was bad. I mean, we all wanted to do that to ours. Yeah. No, I'm, Not you, Tom. You didn't buy one. Yeah, Tom. I cannot stress this enough. Tom didn't buy one. No, I didn't. So I, I, I was really open about not buying a scarf. It's despicable, really. I, I mean, last year, tried to get everyone to barrack for Collingwood. This year, one foot in either camp. Not good enough, mate. I didn't. I had a Phil Davis chair. Next year, when it's Brisbane versus Essendon in the grand final, I hope you pick a side. Hey, he's going to rock up his Geelong scarf. You guys know who I'll pick. Geelong, yeah, because Geelong will be in there. Can I just say this? If if there's ever a situation where two of our teams are in the grand final, Mm. I expect the non-grand final person to buy both scarves, cut them in half, stitch them together, so you've got a like a that's big. Uh, Sean, yeah. let me tell you that if it's Geelong or Brisbane in the grand final, yeah. I won't be doing that. I'll just be buying a Brisbane scarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Joel, that's fucked up because what I would do is definitely buy an Essendon scarf. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't, mate. No. If you had a choice between Geelong no. and Essendon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There was a wink there. But oh, also, because Sean. you don't want to get, you don't want to get um, fucking moonsaulted by Dowie when you find out you're wearing a bomber scarf uh. and not a Geelong one. <laughs> Sean. Yes. 
next year, if I said, say, I don't know, Brisbane, let's say, I, I don't know, something happens. Essendon didn't beat Brisbane in a preliminary final in this situation. Yeah. So Essendon in a grand final, Brisbane aren't. Yeah. But Essendon aren't the ones who stopped Brisbane. That's important for this. Mm. Essendon, Geelong. Geelong expected to be there. Essendon have come from the heavens. Mm. Getting behind Essendon is braver. So, little known fact, maybe. Although I think I've said it a lot of times on the show. You used to be an Essendon supporter. No, no, I don't care about that. That's in the past. Geelong are like essentially my second team. Fuck. Even though I rag on them sometimes. That's that's how I know you're an honest supporter. Is because you can turn on them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm practically a Richmond supporter. Oh, hang on, hang on. Um, now look good on them. They're well done. They were the best team of the second half of the year. Oh, definitely. Yep. You know, the form team of the year. Um, and people are like, oh, they got so many games at home. They did have to travel and they won interstate against a powerhouse Brisbane. Yeah. To get to the grand final. Yep. And they also won, like, people are talking about this sort of record going into it. They did have a lot of games at home. Granted, that's a really shitty thing that happens. When that fixture's being created and they're playing Melbourne and Collingwood and a few others there, that fixture at that time, and Hawthorne, Hawthorne finished fourth, like top four last year. Melbourne made a prelim. Collingwood made a grand final. Those three teams seem a lot harder than they were this year. Yeah. If that makes sense when they played them again. Yeah. But also they had some massive wins interstate. Like they smashed Port Adelaide. I've never with- heard you speak so positively about Richmond and their draw. Oh, look, I- <sighs> guys, I really love Basher Hooley. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Tom. Because I, I agree. Well done, Richmond. Yeah, we've given them a lot of shit this year. Yeah, rightly so. Fucking dogs. But I just like the system. There's a fair few good blokes in that. There's team. a lot of good blokes. And I've got all. I got a lot of time for Hardwick. Oh, me too. There was a good. There was good stories. So let's talk about the good stories. So the first one I want to talk about, which we touched on before, is Marlon Pickett became yes. the first player in history to debut in a grand final and win. Yep, he's the first player since 19. 19- 52 or 53, mm-hmm. something cooked like that. It'll, that'll be wrong because I've no. said it. Yep. Um, that's huge. And I think I said to you guys leading up to it that picking him was either – it was only going to be brilliant or terrible. And then when he did a blind turn out of the middle of the ground in the second quarter and set up a goal, like a beautiful pass to Jack Rewalt, you go – Oh, yeah, he's pretty fucking good, eh? No, wasn't that not to Jack Rewalt? Wasn't that where there was that huge screamer taken? It was to Castagna, I think. Oh, yeah. he, one of his five behinds. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> Castagna took- Turn on the full. He took a massive mark, and then for the next 10 minutes, you're like, that blind turn. I'm like, Tom, what about that mark? Yeah, the mark was good. The blind turn. Love Pickett's game. Thought he was great. Unpopular opinion. Unnecessary blind turn. He blind didn't- turn, so unnecessary. Watch the replay. The bloke's not- so, like, Tom, not within two meters he, of him. He grabbed it and went, whoo. So, yeah, yeah. Sean. So probably unbalanced his kick. Can I just say? Didn't need to happen. Still loved it. Loved it. But no, no, no. You know what that is? That's a bit of Warwick Kappa flair right there. BT's frothing. Get behind it. What about, have you watched the replay of Dusty? So the one that Dusty's opponent loses his feet because he shit himself. Dusty scoops it up, dribbles it through for a goal. The BT commentary, he's just like, Frothing in the box and saying that he's never seen anything like it. I was like, PT, come on, mate. Now nah, the best, the best goal. He kept his feet and dribbled a goal through. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was good, but you know what they're like. Channel Seven, they just love Dusty. They do. If he gets near the ball, Dusty hard. did a thing that they loved also. Where at the end of the game, when he won the Norm Smith, he gave a very short speech and then ended it with screaming yellow and black into the microphone. But did it 
Sarah that it like distorted and peaked it. Sound sounded evil. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like he'd been possessed. Sounded like a shark talking underwater. It was, it was pretty much just like <laughs> just fucking hell. I've seen Shark Tale, Sean. They don't sound like that at all. <laughs> they sound like Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, and Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to give everyone a bit of a. If they missed it, it sounded something like this. It was like, hey, thank you so much. Uh, full credit to the boys. You're on block! <laughs> and yeah. then the, the death metal music kicked in. Yeah. Now, the other thing too I love about the Pickett story, though, is uh, gave his good. medal to his old man. Let's talk about his story, though. So what happened with him? He was in prison. So he's in prison for boog or about something. two years. Had a bit of a rough start. This is going back. Yeah, yeah going back as a young man. Uh, then overlooked, found footy. Played in Perth, couldn't get drafted. At January, so when list management closed in the 1st of February 2019, Marlon Pickett was not on an AFL list. Mm -hmm. He was playing for South Fremantle, uh, which is the same team as Tim Kelly. Yep. Um, 27, that's kind of like, look, mate, you've had a crack. It hasn't worked for you. Mid-season draft comes in. Sean Grigg announces his retirement a few weeks beforehand, and all of a sudden there is a spot on Richmond's list for a in and under honest, hardworking mid. Good work, Griggy. And uh, Griggy, he went to the club and he said, what are you thinking of doing with the pick? And they said, we're going to take somebody in the um, mid-season. And that's when he decided, yeah, I've made the right call because someone else can have the can opportunity. Can have the spot. Yep. He gave – when Grig came out and was celebrating with them, Piggott gave him the biggest hug. Yeah. Loved it. Loved Great it. game. Good. What do you have, 22 touches? 22 touches, goal. And nine score involvements. And he was... About the same as Dusty. He came third in the... Norm Smith. Norm Smith. Behind Dusty and Hawley. Uh, no, behind Jack, wasn't he? Nah, Jack was uh, fourth. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I, I really liked Hawley's I think game. The, the only other player apart from those four that got votes was I think Taranto got like the... Like oh, a one. He? Yeah. Presti got two. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think I don't think Taranto got any votes. I think they were all Richmond. I thought when I was looking at it, I must have had a thought about someone else. But Taranto like, was the Giants' best. Yeah, oh, you know how occasionally I thought it was an sorry, Dush, but I thought it was an even slip between Taranto and Haynes. Okay, Tom. Anyway, I thought that what fuck you shut up, stop cutting me off, and then I will be nice to you. Okay, I was waiting for you to finish so I could say okay. You weren't I talking. <sighs> but it's only microphone off in a second, and then mm. I'll just speak in full sentences. You just hear a distant ah, in the background and it'll just be you, but you won't have a microphone so everyone can just tune out. Can't wait to claw across this table and yell at uh, oh, me. just did it again. His voice is so powerful it carries over all mics. Uh, it's no good. It's you can hear him on the other side of the window. The premiership window. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, I've just won. Even when it's closed. Oh, <laughs> shut up. So I thought this is not even an important point, but I was going to say I thought that he got those kind of the same way that like the Sim- two votes yeah. in a – Brownlow game where yep. like a team yep. can get thrashed, but someone from the opposition team gets two votes just because you're like, yeah, well done. You were best on ground for them. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case, apparently. Sure, Tom, maybe he wasn't their best on. I I think it was Dusty Hooley, Pickett, Rewalt, Prestia? Yeah, something like that. Someone gave Prestia too. Like Darcy probably. Lynchy was voting. Lynchy uh, was vo- we saw him a couple of times. Saw Lynchy. Oh, what a moment. We Lockie Neal was very close to us before oh. you I missed him. He was looking <laughs> like he had his Mad Monday had gone for about two weeks. I think I probably would have had a look at him and gone, nah. He Whereas looked like Lynchy a- when we saw him outside the ground, taking photos. He looked very happy. I tried to find somewhere on my phone. I have a photo of me with Alistair Lynch when I was about 
eight years old, I reckon. Yep. I was trying to find that. I was going to go up to him and show him, be like, Lynchy, <laughs> remember this? <laughs> and he'd go, fucking hell. No. <laughs> and then get another photo. But by the time I, I couldn't find it, then I looked up and he was gone. Yeah. But inside the ground, we're walking to our seats. Alistair Lynch walked past. Yes. I just went, Lynchy. And he went, yeah, mate. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, had to, you actually had to stop. Oh. Like we were walking and Sean actually had to stop walking just to get his breath back. Oh, it was beautiful. Made the same Love noise. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great, man. Love you, Lynchy. I wish. Um, Lucky Neil was very polite. There was people asking for photos and stuff like near us. And even though you could tell that he was like, oh, geez. But he he, had, like, he yeah, hadn't yeah, had a normal yeah. shit for three days, that man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just on Lynchy, I wish that there was a player on the field who took a bit of inspiration from him. Mm. And that was Shane Mumford. He had the most disappointing game individual performance I've ever witnessed anyone oh, ever throughout the season only because I was expecting so many great things got nothing. He did, you know, predict murder. Yeah, he had 10 touches. He, he got picked up and thrown to the ground by Trent Cotchin and I think it rattled him. I think his day was over. That's, yeah, when, when, they, when, that's when, you, when they dropped the premiership. When you're getting when you're 130 kilos and Trent Cotchin picks you up and throws you, you're having a bad day. Also... It was Cochin, so like he wasn't going to snap at Cochin. Where if that had been Dusty or something, might have had to find a different Norm Smith medalist because Dusty could have been dead. That's huge from Cochin, though. Big captain's moment. Oh, he's other they're, big- they're big enforcer, and he's picked him up and dumped him. And then I think I haven't watched the replay, but I heard he gave him a bit of an elbow too. Oof! Didn't get suspended though. No, no, no suspensions. What a surprise! No suspensions, no injuries. They talk a big game. About, oh, it's double double points, double suspensions, and they do fuck all. Here's the thing, right? Toby Green did the exact same thing that was he it? got. Was it? Yeah, he raked his finger. There was vision of him putting his hand over someone's face, <laughs> right? He did the same thing he did to Neil and Bontempelli and silence. <laughs> no, the Bontempelli <sighs> thing was a bit different because he slammed his face True. into the ground. Yeah, that one was fucked. It's still the worst one. Yeah. Um, having said that, though, he was disappointing. Greeny. Green, disappointing. Oh, I've thought about this today because I was like, he was disappointing. And I thought, yeah, he loves being the villain and we love talking about him as the heel of the AFL. But And, yes, he's got some behavioural things on the on the field that he has to change. And off the field. But he's like 25. Yeah, and? Two weeks worth. As a 25-year-old, two weeks worth of media being like, you're a piece of shit, Toby Green. Yeah, warranted though. No. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I think it got to him and I think it affected his game. But it never has before, so it's interesting. Yeah, but it's a big game. I mean, if he had nailed that goal first thing, he would have been up and about. But I think... Yeah. Cooley wore him like a glove too. Just killed him. Well, I mean, eventually he's gonna he was gonna be stopped, I think. I mean, Toby Green He's not Dustin yeah. Martin. Well, no, not yet. I mean he could get to that level. He's not far off that level when he's up and up and going. But like Dusty's the whole to, team was down. Really yeah. only like I I really only think Taranto and Haynes stepped yeah. up. I thought um oh, DeBoer had patches. Uh, he played a pretty bad game, I thought. There was, there's one, other, there was, was one other player. According to AFL ratings, DeBoer was the worst player on ground. He was the only person on the ground to get negative points. I thought Finlayson was really? way worse. Finlayson yes. had one touch. In the like the Herald Sun player ratings for the game, uh, Finlayson, Finlayson got, uh, scored a one and DeBoer was a four. Yeah, so. I thought DeBoer was moderately okay. I'm just going to – you keep doing that. I'm going to look for uh, – but um, oh, Scott Selwood's been delisted. That's okay. Has That's he fine. really? Yep. yep. I was saw a, was, a tweet from, was from Dowie saying always going to rather happen. keep Scott Selwood than Chris Scott. I'm all about Scott. I'm all about Chris Scott. I know you are, mate. 
Fuck off, Dowie. Come and fight me, mate. Come and fight me. Let's go. I'll take you on. Do you reckon you'll win? Tom? Oh, man. Tom? Yeah? Do you reckon you'll win? Do you reckon you'll beat Dowie? It, it, would I be daring to fight? Yeah. Uh, let's just say, look, you thought about it for too long, Tom. No, 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 no. Because I needed to think of an allergy, right? So in this context, someone who is not normally a fighter taking on someone a lot stronger, I think I'd go about as well as Trent Cotchin did on Shane Mumford. Whoa. <laughs> the challenge has oh, been thrown down. Fuck, I'm going to die. <laughs> it's going to message him right now. <laughs> in episode messaging. Make but sure yeah. Uh, oh, I thought he sure played pretty well too. Yeah. He was the other one. Sorry, I was trying to think of the other giant that I thought did okay. So that's that's three plays. Yeah. There's, it's annoying because with the grand final, usually we come in hot and we're like, Phew, this is huge. A lot of exciting things to talk about. But like Richmond won by 89 points. Basha Hawley was very good. Dustin Martin was very good. Jack Rewalt kicked five goals. But the whole team was very good. Yeah. The best mustache in AFL now has a premiership medal. Ivan Soldo. Yeah. Good on him. He played a good game. He played – this is what I mean. So everyone talks about how – so this is Chris Scott. You should have watched the grand final and you should back in a ragtag ruck duo than going for we need a Max Gorn or a Brody Grundy. Well, you look at the last two grand finals. Correct. The so ragtag duo has won the day. Go for the ragtag. Stanley Radigalia, going to – you know, just back him in. Soldo and Nankervis mm, aren't, aren't I think your big – you need probably some upgrades. Well, Radigalia would keep him. He was a. He's been our best ruckman all year. <laughs> well, you probably got to keep him. I actually just quickly on Geelong. I heard you're into Jenkins. Oh no, it's a bit of a sniff around that. No, <laughs> my my dad. Oh, my, could you imagine? My dad will be so conflicted. He might explode. No, he'll do exactly what I did. Do you know who one of my most hated players in the AFL used to be? Who? Jake Stringer. <laughs> Ask how I feel about him now. Hey, how do you feel about Jake Stringer Love now? Him is my boy, Godfather of your kids. Yep. Can't wait for my dad to get so around Jenkins. He just gets four tattooed to his head. <laughs> <laughs> Jenkins he w- played for the Bombers, didn't he? Yeah, and there was talk that he was going to come back. He might still. Yeah, depends what happens with the Joey situation. Well, again, as is tradition, and this news will be outdated because it fucking every day there's something about it. Uh, his dad was like, "It's been blown out of proportion. He'll be at Essendon." I mean, there was another player's dad who recently did that in social media and that player has now officially requested a trade to the club that he defended his son being traded to in the first place. Which You're is talking about Papley? Tom Papley, yep. Uh, his dad had a go at the North Melbourne suggestion. Ah, oh, right. That North were offering him $900,000. Yeah. That's Carlton, isn't it? Yeah, it's, he's requested Carlton. It's going to be so good when North Melbourne do exactly the same thing they do every year, where they throw stupid amounts of money at players more than those players deserve. And get none of them. And they get nothing. <laughs> Bris- Brisbane's been active early, actually. Mm. Uh, Alice Yolman from Adelaide. And uh, Archie from... And Archie from Gold Coast, yeah. both on four years. It's your favourite part of the year, isn't it, Sean, this? Well, I love it because Brisbane's become a little bit of a destination club. I still hear that we're into Brody Smith. There's still rumours of Rory Laird, Grant Birchall. Well, that's good because this trade season selling is going to be crazy, which will give everyone more content based on how little there is to talk about the current grand final. No, hey, we, um, I know one thing more. we haven't talked about, boys. Yeah, what? We've done a whole episode on this before. The uh, entertainment. Quality. We didn't, we didn't. We. I think we're having a beer and we missed most of it, but Paul Kelly was good. Paul Kelly played two songs. What yeah. I, that, I think they each did two songs. What I liked, though, is, and people will look, 
a, a certain generation of people complaining that they didn't know two of the other singers, and it's like, mate, the footy's not just for blokes over fifty. You live just on Triple M. Settle down. Plus, Paul Kelly covers that market so well. Correct. Paul Kelly is actually generational. Oh yeah. Like I love him. Th- My dad great. loves him. Everybody loves Paul Kelly. Yeah. Name me a person on this planet who's never listened to a song by Paul Kelly and gone, oh, that shit house. I hate Paul Kelly. Don't know. They don't have a heart, that person. I Do you hate Paul Kelly, Dusha? Yeah. Am I about to learn something about you that means I can no longer be your friend and you're fired from this show uh, as the producer, producer? So maybe if you're going to have strong opinions like that. We're going to have, we're gonna have a vote. Democracy you. says you're out. <laughs> Again, I'm the producer. So. I'm with Dusha. Sean knows that if I stick around, he doesn't need to edit this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, let me edit it. It's never getting edited ever. Can't wait for us to get taken off the air. This is a lost episode now because Tom has to edit it and upload it. (laughs) It's just a 30-second episode that just starts with, I'm really sorry, I lost the episode. Go go to Richmond. (laughs) Tom, how are you going to record that? Uh, On my phone. (laughs) (laughs) How are you going to do that? I have a phone. Yeah, Yeah, how are you you uploading it from there? On your phone. Oh, it'll go on Twitter. Just as a video. It won't be an audio file. I'll just film and be like, there's no episode this week because I, I fucked fuck it. that up. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be like, hey, there's no episode this week and then it, like you just get an hour of my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul Kelly does nothing for me at all. Oh, come on, mate. What no. about the song from the um, the Goodsy doco? Oh, Australian Dream. Yeah, what's um, my mother? Fuck. I remember the song. I don't remember oh, the title. Him and Dan Sultan, isn't it? It's a good song. Isn't it him and Briggs? Nah, it's definitely Dan Sultan. Maybe Briggs does something in it, but I'm pretty sure it's Dan Sultan. Great song. That does nothing for you? No. Oh, mate. I don't know why. Okay. That's depressing. Yeah. yeah. But no, what I was going to say was what I liked about this was that, yes, there was some, like, it was a nice mixture of artists and they were all Australian artists. Yeah. Like, they went for younger artists to appeal to a different demographic than you get Paul Kelly in. That's the model it should be. Get a mixture of artists. We're just Australian arts. We have such good music talent so in So there country. was Tones and I. Yep. Dean Lewis. Dean Lewis, that's his name. I keep going to go to Jerry Lewis. Not the same guy. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Fuck. Jerry Lewis, unfortunately, could not be <coughs> with us on Grand Final Day as he passed away multiple years ago. Um, I'm really looking forward to his upcoming film, The Day the Clown Cried. Is that the Holocaust one? Yes. <sighs> Look, based on that response, it seems like it's pro-Holocaust. It's absolutely not. It just seems fucked up, and I'm excited to watch it when it's inevitably released. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there an embargo on it for like 100 years? Uh, the embargo ends in 2021. Jesus. Can't wait for that to get like a Netflix release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if anyone doesn't know, and this is unrelated, but again, it's all content, baby. Uh, <laughs> and the grand final was shit. Yes, it was. I'm kind of like deflated with how shit it was. Anyway, quick on that film. Jerry Lewis made a film that was meant to be kind of like a drama with some comedy elements. It was like heavy on pathos and he's like a clown that's working for the Nazis basically. What? So it's fucked up. It's a bad premise. He's like the pianist but clowns. Yeah, but then apparently when it was screened, everyone was like the pathos is in the wrong spots. It tries to play for laughs when it shouldn't. It's... A very wrong film. So then Jerry Lewis, once well, yeah, once it was completed, he was like, no one's ever seeing that. So he took the only reel of that film. He yeah. kept it. And then a couple of years before he died, he gave it to a museum, uh, like the film archive, yep. and was like, this is not to be screened until 2021. Why? He figured he'd be just, dead. Yeah, probably. He should have just burned it. Guys, but I guys. think it's also. Keep going, and then I'll jump in. I think it's also meant to be like interesting. Like no. it's a weird failure. Yeah. So 
not next year, but I've got a vision for Grand Final Entertainment in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Get people to the ground early, screen that movie, and then watch the footy. Jesus Christ. Bring your kids to the footy to watch a very – Couldn't be conf- worse than the, the game we watched on the weekend. Uh, it just – there are some again. There are some nice storylines. I thought one of my favourite images to come out of this game was the photo and the video at the end of the game where Asprey, Grimes, and Rance are just sitting in a little huddle just by themselves yeah. in the ground, and you're like playing in the confetti, playing in the confetti like a bunch of kids. Yeah, and I was like, that's good. That's nice. There I was, like that. There was also a benefit to an incredibly one-sided crowd because it meant that the atmosphere at the ground was still pretty high, even though the game was well and truly over. Yeah, the crowd went. Bananas when Cochin kicked that goal. That goal was huge, though. Yeah. That was a captain. Like, that was so far in front, but that's a captain's moment of, like, party time, boys. Time for me to join in. Oh, yeah. I'm going to wind back the clock. I'm going to burst out of the middle, take a bounce, run to 50, bang bang at home, and just go. From, like, 60. Yeah. Just bounce. Like, yeah. How good's footy? It's. Yeah. If you're a Richmond supporter, it's very good. What? Okay. The best cheer was for Pickett's goal. Yeah, true. Although. Dusty, the, Rioli's goal in the first quarter was pretty good. Although the other great cheer was after the anthem. Because it, it, it's, it, yeah. it started, at, it didn't all start at once. Did you notice that? Yeah. There was a pocket over here that finished singing the anthem before a lot of other people did. Mm. And so it built over here and then it kind of went around and then it, oh, that is one of my favourite things ever is the cheer after the anthem. I love it. Um, all right. It was good to be at a grand final. Uh, last year we were treated to one of the all-time greats and most recently, one of the all-time more forgettables. Hey. We'll be remembered, though, because it was GWS's first grand final appearance, and Matt DeBoer has now played in two debut grand... DeBoer? Yep. DeBoer. Played in two debut grand finals for Fremantle in 2012, in which Freo got smashed. 13. 13, sorry. Which Freo got smashed. Yep. And GWS in 2019, in which GWS got smashed. D-list DeBoer. He's the bad... That suits my plan. I think I said on Twitter that he's going to end up at Sydney. It's all falling into place. Was, Sydney this, in your, was this in your predictions wrong? Yeah, I think um, he wins the Norm Smith next year in a losing grand final time. Brisbane beat Sydney. I think that was the yeah. Where the fuck are we in this? Uh, mate, you're miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, Geelong is far away from mate, Melbourne. you got to build the foundations of a house before you put the windows in. All right, so as is grand final tradition, and this is uh, Fuck. a nice a nice transition. Yeah. So grand final, that happened. And yep. as is now grand final tradition, we got Tom's top eight prediction for 2020. Uh, so we'll just go through it. The audio is bad, so we'll just say it. Yeah. If you want to see the original video of this, it is on our Twitter. Uh, if you want to hear a grown man... Failed to pronounce the word mathematical correctly at eight o'clock on a Saturday night. You should watch that video. Uh, so yeah, it's on at How Good's Footy on Twitter. But Tom, you've got the list there. Yep, I want to make some uh, one no, no, adjustment. No. Read the list you've currently okay, got. Okay, can I then make one adjustment? Yeah, after but that? I want the unedited list first. Okay, so the unedited list, unedited list is I've got Brisbane first. Yes, I think yeah. I was just looking at you, Sean. Woo. Geelong second. Yep. Uh, Richmond third. West Coast Giants. Collingwood, Essendon, St Kilda. I want to change two things. Yep. I want Collingwood out. Yep. I don't think they're going to make it at all. Yep. I want Giants fourth, West Coast fifth, and in Collingwood's spot, I'm going to put Sydney. Okay. Sean, thoughts? I don't hate it. 
You're on top of the ladder, you fuck. In fact, I love it. <laughs> Who was second? Geelong. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's all south. It goes downhill from there. It started well, and then you fucking cooked it, Tom. Yeah. Uh, where, where's Geelong in your top eight, mate? Uh, so, Sean. Yeah. Glad that Tom has asked that because we're not going to drop from first to fucking ninth. Tom, ninth. I'm just going to check. Tom, <laughs> I didn't say ninth. Tom. Tom, I'm just gonna I'm gonna check in with Sean's list. I've okay. got in front of me. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was made about an hour after your list. This is only in text form, also available on the house. <laughs> Sean knows his strengths because the text one can be corrected if needed. Uh Carno's 2020 top eight is what the tweet says. Yep. One, Brisbane. Woo! Two, Richmond. Yeah. Three, West Coast. Ooh. Four. Port Adelaide. In brackets. Hinkley sacked after round ten. <laughs> Voss takes over as coach and the team goes undefeated. Yep. You saying that Port then win the win the grand final next undefeated year? Undefeated in the regular season. You didn't specify. Oh, I did now. Twelve in a row. They're gonna win twelve in a row and finish fourth. Five. St Kilda. Big bolters. I think they're gonna bolt. I love Brett Ratton. Yep. Bringing lots of players in. Yep. Belief. Love it. Get Six. It. Sydney. Yep. Seven. Melbourne. Yep. It's happening. Well, they're going to bounce back. Yeah, they are. Eight. Yeah. Essendon. Might have been a pity one there. Why don't you give the pity one to me? Because at least we finished in the top eight properly this year. Hey, we also finished in the I top eight. I said properly. Just see more upside in Essendon than Geelong, to be perfectly honest. How? And then the tweet ends. They're about to lose Danaher. A little bit younger. Oh, that's not confirmed. Also, We're young too. The end of this tweet, which I think is also important to that top eight, is in summary... Fucking carnage. <laughs> <laughs> I Look, I get why you're riding off Geelong. We might not finish first, but I don't see us falling out of the eight. I don't see us going from minor premiers to missing the eight. <laughs> well, look, now that I'm sober, Geelong's in that eight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. By virtue of winning all their home games, probably. Sure. Yeah. Do they do damage in September? <laughs> no. We'll see. Time will tell. Sorry to interrupt, boys. I just saw that John Longmire just signed on to coach Freo. No. Yeah. Longmire. A oh, Longmire. Ooh. <laughs> Mate, don't be fucking sending horse Still. west. <laughs> His name's a little bit too similar. He should just change it. To the same? So they're both called Horse Longmire? <laughs> Great. <laughs> change both of their names to the same name. Or even better, they just swap names. They're the same bloke. They've just changed names. So one's Justin Longmire, and that's now John Longmire. And John <laughs> Longmire becomes wait, John Longmuir. Justin, isn't it Justin Longmuir? I don't know. I don't know, I I don't know anymore, mate. He said he's in the business of winning premierships. That's what he wants. Freo yeah, was he, in. He, he, he won one in um, top eight. You know, uh, no, not for me. But, <laughs> but there could be definitely anything's possible. Like, that's what my top eight was all about. Too, like, hey, mate, Carlton. Carlton will be in there. The Bulldogs could come back. Oh. They're recruiting some they pretty good names. Destination actually. Club, the Bulldogs. <laughs> but then like hell, Norton might go back. Here's the other thing too, right? There is no way we're getting through a trade period where Clarkson does nothing. Oh, people say that every year. Yeah. Well, look what he did last Clark, year. Clarko. What look did he do last year? Uh, Scully, damn. Wingard. Oh, fuck. Like, huge. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> They're bringing in Patton. Yeah, they'll get Patton. They need another midfielder. Well, they will. They'll get Mitchell back. Probably need a backman as well. A few holes in, in uh, Hawthorne. 
Are you watching? But they, they might be finals. You never know, mate. It's fucking. It's off the chain. The only thing I can say for sure: Gold Coast will finish last. Gold Coast will not make the finals. <laughs> can we talk about that as well? That oh, broke today. Yeah, that's a disgusting development. That uh, Jeff Kennett called socialism manifest in the AFL, where basically Gold Coasters are some priority picks. Yep, uh, and have been given those picks. But it, there's some weird. Basically, they've kind of rebooted the Suns because a lot of what it looks like is that they're getting similar things to what they got when they first came in, like early no, access early access to like academy picks, what? rookie players. Is that right? Yeah. Have you got your facts right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure one of the things is they get like early this access. This is what they got. Yeah. Because I'm angry about this. They've already I'm, got pick one. Yep. They've been given pick two. Yep. They've been given pick the 20. pick at the very end of the first round, which is 20, mm-hmm. which was Brisbane's pick for whatever, fucking dogs. So you've now got 21. Yep. Uh, I'm going to get back to that because that's a very important pick, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, next year they get pick 11. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they get? They get complete access to Darwin. They don't have to go through the normal academy bidding process. Correct. They can just grab players from Darwin. Mm-hmm. They can have 10 rookie listed players on their team. Um, that's many, what that's what I like. Normally have I think five. It's huge. I think I hate it. I don't actually know. That's Give them a draft picks, but say you have to trade them to other clubs. Well, no, and you need established players. That's why I like the rookie pick. Pick mature age players. Put them on your rookie list. Yeah, but the rookie is not quite enough because you're not getting the same level of quality player. Whereas if you give them pick one and say you need to move that to another team or split it for other picks and bring in other players, you could probably take pick one and split that for like maybe even three picks in the top, you know, twenty or thirty. And then bring in three very good players. They're already getting Brandon Alice and Hugh Greenwood. Yep. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, how much assistance do you fucking have to give them? Uh, after- Alice Greenwood. They've probably got enough room to grab somebody else this year if they can convince someone to come. They're going to get one and two, which is those two best mates who are the midfielders. Yeah. Like Sam Walsh level guns. Roll and that's enough. Why are we doing next year? It's more compromised drafts. It shits me. Pick twenty. I'll tell you why it's a big deal because the, the way they, they changed the draft yep. this year and moving forward, you do the first round and the first night. So then whoever's got the first round, the, the first, first pick, pick of, of the second round is extremely valuable because all the clubs go home and go, oh, who's still on the table? Who's got that first pick? And they'll swap your picks for that. You might get another club's future first rounder in exchange for your current one because yep. they want a player who's still available. Yep. And now the AFL have taken that away from Brisbane and given it to Gold Coast. So Brisbane's picks fucking yeah. it just hits me. It it's frustrating because you look at also oh, you got the pick that we got. We did a really clever <laughs> deal last year. Yeah. And traded with Gold Coast. We swapped first round picks and stuff. Yeah. And we got their first rounder. And now you've lost it because now you're getting now a second rounder. They're getting slipped down the order and they basically win that trade because they're getting that freebie that's ahead of us. It's just fucking annoying. And Clubs are sick of it. And I'm sick of it. Sean, here's the thing that and sucks. I want them to succeed. Here's the thing that sucks, right? Look, fold them, Tasmanian team. No, but here's the thing, right? We watched on the weekend. Yes, they didn't win, but they made a grand final, a club that was given the same opportunities as Gold Coast yeah. and has – Recruited intelligently and worked smartly to build a culture and a club of success. Do you know what GWS had that uh, Gold Coast don't, though? Kevin Sheedy. Yes. Jeez. There's your problem. No fucking draft picks. Don't give them draft picks. Give them Sheedy for one year. That's what they get. I agree. There's your, there's your priority pick. You get to use pick one on Kevin Sheedy. How many years were Brisbane shit for? Like, I'm talking legitimately shit. Probably three four. or four years, they yep. were just entrenched at the bottom of the ladder. Remember that season where, uh, Dusha, your bombers – had uh, basically replacement players in. 
Yeah. And you you won the wooden spoon. Yeah. You only we only finished above you on the ladder by like 0.2%. Mm. You had a team that was basically new yeah. players, <laughs> right? Like that's how shit Brisbane were and that was finally the year where the AFL went, "All right, we'll give them a pick." And they gave us pick 19. That was it. There were no other Assistance packages, none of this shit. Carlton's been terrible for years. Melbourne was shit house for years. I just, I don't and like it. It's such a comp- Melbourne. Had- Melbourne got priority picks, and now Melbourne are shit. Shit. Yeah, we've had years of compromised drafts. It just shits me. And the Giants have they stopped- had the same concessions as the Giants, right? Yep. The Giants Once just it. played off in a grand yeah. final. Yep. This is and like I don't want to complain about Brisbane not getting concessions because it's just simply they were a very poorly managed team. And they got the right people in Fagan and Noble and have become a better organization. People are players are gonna leave if you're a shit team mm. with like shit facilities and just shit morale. You could fix your team. It just takes time. Every Gold Coast player, too, is now gonna look at Tom Lynch and Dion Prestia. Yeah. And go, I, I wanna do, do that. that. Yeah. Or I wanna win a final. Da- is it Daniel Gorridge? Gorridge? <laughs> yeah. He's doing the opposite of what Gold Coast won as well. Because he's now become big on social media, constantly saying the Gold Coast Suns are a joke. Yep. He compared it to being in prison. The the thing that I also did, <laughs> to be fair, though, it's unfair on the Gold Coast players in the club. It's not their fault that Andrew Demetrio decided he wanted a club in the Gold Coast, which statistically have no success in any sporting capacity yeah. with any team ever in the history of Australia. Yep. You know, one of the beautiful stories of Grand Final Week was – all the all the little stories about giant supporters. Yep, and ha- like oh, that, that we community- didn't talk about the one thing before the game. Oh yeah, that we'll get to that in two seconds. They, they, just the community, right? Yep. That they have. It that- feels like a family club. I'm going to try. Gold Coast and- doesn't have a soul or a personality. Just from where I'm sitting, yeah. looking in at it. Jim, and well, this, like to be, it's going to sound awful, but Gold Coast as a place doesn't have a big like Gold Coast is a is a is a big tourist. It's made up of a lot of expats, so to speak. So a lot of people from other states end up living in Gold Coast. They bring their their sporting passions with them. Greater Western Sydney, yes, it's a rugby heartland, but it's a rugby heartland that loves their rugby teams. Yep. Right? They are loyal. It's just a was just a smarter place to pick. Than- You're right. I don't think any sporting team's ever been successful on the Gold Coast. I'm trying NRL to find a, a story found, like struggles. The M- uh, NBL have had teams struggle up there. It's just lean in. So there's two things they can do here. Focus on the fact that Gold Coast is a party destination and just recruit absolute loose units that, sure, they probably won't pass three drug tests and that could spell strife, but the AFL is happy to look over certain things, so why not just do that as well? Just recruit everyone that would love being on the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. At least then maybe the team will have some success, if not short-term, because all their athletes will just no longer be athletic. Mm. Alternatively, what are they called? Movie World. Hollywood Hollywood on the Gold Gold Coast. Coast. Let's get that bit of bit of that magic so, happening at Gold guys, Coast. Guys, Suns. guys, 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 guys. You know who we need. Alex Rance. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's already up there. Warwick Kappa. Kappa! Oh, <laughs> I saw him the before the Geelong Richmond prelim. And boys, someone was getting a photo with him. And he was talking in third person during the photo. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Never change, Warwick. Well, Never change. I'm, I'm sure I've told you this story on the podcast before, but how my dad used to train with him. Yeah. And yeah, even when he was like 17, he used to talk to, about himself yeah. in third person. I love it. He used to have a really strong lisp. My, my only other suggestion with the Gold Coast would be make them the Southport Sharks, who are already a, a needful team. 
who have years of history and yeah. actually have a like a very sizable supporter base. So you've already got the passion and the commitment. Is this, I just don't know. Move, move to Tassie. Is this the first time an AFL club has fucked it this bad? This early? Yeah. So Fitzroy lasted for ages before they eventually folded, and that was because of the AFL. I just wonder, like, what's actually going to happen here? Are we, it, gonna, are, we, are we living through a weird history blip where for, let's say, 10 years, there was just a club in the AFL that doesn't exist anymore? What's gonna, what's, are we going to be looking back being like, oh, yeah, I remember the Gold Coast Suns. Remember their theme? Apparently we do. Apparently we do know their theme. No, here's the thing, though. We right? are the sons of the Gold Coast guy. Don't know the next line. We wear the colours of red, gold, and blue. I don't know. And we'll fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Anyway, the thing about Gold Coast that is... Do you know how hard it is not to interrupt every time you say Gold Coast with... The thing about the the whole idea of like a what what's going to happen to the Suns is that is I don't understand how it's going to get fixed because they're not a destination club, right? It's not. It's going to take them more than a couple of years to start winning games, and they'll just keep hemorrhaging young players. Yeah, because young gonna... players want to play in front of. Want to do what Tom Lynch did. They'll want to do what other. They'll just leave to other better clubs. Why the fuck wouldn't you? Yeah. It's yeah. It's going to become like an AFL training program. Yeah, you literally you're like, sweet. I'm an AFL player. I've been drafted for this much money to this club. I'll play for two years. If I'm good, another club will take me. That's what yep. Brisbane was for a few years. It's just a feeder club. Yep. But the thing is, for the VFL, the thing is, Brisbane were able to like establish solve problems off field. Whereas I, Gold Coast just don't have the. Yeah, I just don't know what they're gonna do. They've cooked it because it's gone. This is their last chance. This this package that they've just put together. Yep. Because you imagine if that doesn't work, I can't give them club, another package. Jeff Kennett, Eddie Maguire. You know, clubs aren't going to cop that again. No. They can never give that handout again to the Gold Coast. Watch them try it again. If they did, fucking hell, I don't know what would happen, mate. It's wouldn't it, it's imagine the AFL in half. No, no. Imagine <laughs> if, imagine if all the other clubs got filthy, and were like, "Fuck you, then we don't need you." And they're like, <laughs> "We're the AFL," and they're Make like, their "Yeah." Good luck playing footy with one fucking team. All the other clubs team up with the AFLW to become their own comp that has two team two teams that seasons that go for twenty three weeks that run concurrently to one another. Meanwhile, Gill's just hanging out on the Gold Coast, and uh, like just every night when he goes to sleep, he just goes. Ba, ba, da, da. <laughs> Fuck, can't wait for that. It's hot up here. The Rogue AFL. My badly fitted suits don't fucking work up here. The RFL, Rogue Footy League. Oh, can't wait for it. uh, Two things that have just reminded me, and if you're listening to this episode, it's more grand final stuff, which is probably what you're expecting. Instead, you've got references to movies about the Holocaust and yelling about Gold Coast songs. So here you are. It was a shit game. There wasn't a lot to talk about. (laughs) The Giants Army, the orange tsunami rocking up to the ground was huge. That was powerful. So we're around outside the game. And as we were walking in, all of a sudden there was just this massive sea. Was there um, was there a, a sound of some kind? There was a big, big sound. Where did it come from? Uh, Federation Square, I believe, because yeah, that's where they were so marching from. Oh, that sounds like the west. It's not, but it could be. Yeah, depends <laughs> where you're standing. Yeah, and if your compass is fucked or not. Yeah, and mine is. <laughs> uh, and yeah, compass they, is your brain, and mine is. <laughs> so there was probably like. 
Anywhere between like two and a half to 5,000 supporters, I reckon, that had met oh, up yeah. at Fed Square and walked to the ground. And there was just this massive train of just orange and black. And they were singing the song. It was great. Whoever organized that, what a great idea. Oh, good. Because we were it like- rattled Richmond. They didn't like it. Until- for 10 minutes. <laughs> Well, we knew it was like like we knew last year because it was Collingwood and West Coast, and they're both like West Coast are a really big club. Yeah, when both teams ran out, it was pretty even. Yeah, there was a little, probably a little bit more Collingwood. No, but I reckon more West. Maybe more, more West, West Coast, Coast, but it was pretty even, right? The Giants came out and were like, "Oh, geez, there's a few Giants here. That's quite a big crowd." And then Richmond ran out, and we were all like, "Oh, oh Jesus!" Tom, <laughs> they claim it's a big, big sound, but I legitimately didn't hear their theme song because no, no one was singing it. No. And it was quiet. And Richmond were cheering. And then, yeah, Richmond just went nuts over the top of it. I, do you know what I did hear, though, Tom? Yellow and black. I hear it in my dreams when I sleep now. That's how loud it was. It was It was big. I've heard planes land quieter, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just speak about what we're just talking about? The, the giant, the orange tsunami and the giant supporter base is the story. Do you remember like, the little community stories? There was a story of uh, Crush, Crush who came during the week, yeah. who's the giant super fan. Fuck, I cried watching that video of Beautiful, him talking about having a family, and that's that's what the Gold Coast Suns will never have at this point. A family. Is a family. Where, that was the one where he was talking about the two arms of his life, so, uh, religion and, and the Giants. Footy. And I'm like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it now. Oh, it's, beautiful. it's just beautiful. Because you know what, guys? How good's footy? That's how good's footy. It's great. Basha Hawley with smile written on his arm. That's how good's footy. Marlon Pickett playing in his first game in a grand final, winning a premiership, and giving his premiership medal to his dad. He doesn't have it anymore. It's his dad's medal. Love it. That's how good's footy. And Taylor Harris kicking a 61 oh. and a half meter bomb. Fuck. Came second or third? Third. third. Yeah. Clayton oh Oliver won. <laughs> 66 meters. Probably the biggest kick of his life. Yep. <laughs> yep. But it was big. Um, she dedicated it to Spud. Got onto a barrel. It was oh, huge. It was honestly. It nearly cleared the bloody river. <laughs> it did. Like it wasn't that far off. No, she beat she beat Charlie Kerno by a mile. Yeah, beat a couple of others by. Like, I think beat Ke- Daniel Rich. Daniel Rich equal with Daniel Rich. Oh, equal. Daniel Rich. There you go. Six, Super six, boot. Beat Tex. Wow. Sixty-one point five meters was how far it was. Massive kick. So I've got a, an amazing stat. Yep. Right. So this is from Ebony Marinoff. Just because we're talking about Adelaide and Taylor Harris, and you know, that's yep. what sparked it. So. Okay, Crows. AFL Premiers in 2017. AFLW Premiers. Aaron Phillips, Grand Final, Best on Grounds at 2017. Tigers, AFL Premiers 2017. Martin, Grand Final, Best on Ground 2017. Crows lose to Pies so that they don't make the AFLW Grand Final in 2018. Tigers lose to Pies so that they don't make the AFL Grand Final in 2018. Crows, AFLW Premiers 2019. Aaron Phillips, Grand Final Best on Ground 2019. Tigers, AFL Premiers 2019. Martin, Grand Final Best on Ground 2019. How good is that? It's pretty good. It needs to happen one more year. As in 2020, they both missed finals because of Collingwood? Yep. Then it's good. Then it's good. Then it's great. Then it's massive. I hope it happens forever. Every year. It just alternates every year. You're a Richmond or an Adelaide Crows women's fan. You can bank on the fact that you're going to have a Grand Final. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. That's PlushCare.com weightloss weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, hey, Dusha. Yes, Tom. Have we got any emails? We do, Tom. And look, this has been a scattered episode. To be fair, the damage we've done to our body at the grand final, you've got to forgive us. We apologize. We're back on form, much like the Giants in the future. But until then, we've got some emails before we can... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I like how you, what I like to say is uh, Dusha pointed at me then in the hope that I would jump in and help him. Um, and I've never seen a man drown faster and me not be able to save him faster. Looking to the wrong guy. Mate. Yeah, I know. I, just, <laughs> I had your life jacket over here. <laughs> what, was, what was a life jacket, Sean? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All I needed was a, yep, you're right, Dusha. Anyway, what's the first email? But nope, no one was there for me. <laughs> Much like the Giants. Giants. We're exactly like the Giants. We've come full circle. Keep going. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. First email, this is from Max, subject, punchable faces. <laughs> Greetings, fellas. It's been a while since my last submission. After the GWS Collingwood game, how can you not just scream how good's footy? Stayed up till 6 a.m. to watch the whole thing, then had a game later in the day and it was totally worth it. Who doesn't love watching Collingwood blow it when they're the overwhelming favorites? Onto the question, who has the top three punchable faces in the comp? I'd say number one, Dusty, who looks like a bug-eyed leader of a motorcycle gang. <laughs> Two... Joe Danaher and his weird porn stash. Then Tex Walker, who literally always looks like he's about to take someone's lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> I think Green's got up there. He's just got resting smug face. Mm. Of course, there's Toby Green, but I've got a soft spot for him because I'm a Giants member. Should be a great game, and I can't wait to watch it with my fellow oh, members no. of the Atlanta Kookaburras. Oh, no. Go Giants. Max. Oh, Max. Kookaburras. Is the time delay in America two days? No. no two oh. Days. Fucking hell. Oh, no. Oh, Max. If you're listening, we're sorry, but up the Atlanta Kookaburras. I think he sent us their logo once before. He did, yeah. Like orange and blue or something. It was a cool logo. It was cool. Yeah. Got an email from Luke, a follow-up to the email we got from Moritz. Oh, yeah, cool. Oh, are we going like, to set up a blind footy date that's actually just people playing off one another? Kind of. So, hey, boys and Moritz, not sure if I'll be playing at the game of the EU champs as I was Oof. only a socials player this year, but I have now made myself available. Yes. I'll look out for you, though, Moritz, and we can share a jar after your game. <laughs> My Luke. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is good. Bringing people together. So, uh, got another poem. This one from Nick. Oh, 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 poems. Any more raps? I enjoyed how well I rapped last week. You did week. very well, mate. Thanks. Proud this one's from Nick. Hey, boys, here's a quick little ditty for you. <laughs> it's not profound or eloquent or even any good. But it comes from the it comes from the heart. Here goes: roses are red, violets are blue. Shut up, Tom! <laughs> Not really. I love you. Oh, <laughs> thanks, mate. Love the pod and up the Lions next season. Oh, Nick. beautiful. Thanks, Nick. Bless you. Got an email from Brandon. Friend of the show from Canada. Yep. Met him on the weekend. Lovely. Somebody's partner, Simone. Also he should, lovely. He should rename. Nah, it's dumb, Tom. Nah, go. Canada to Branada. (laughs) You're right, Tom. That was dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I regret meeting him because now he knows what I look like. So he can really visualize how dumb I am. (laughs) Sexyland review. Oh. Oh. 
It was an absolute pleasure to meet you beauties at the granny. Ari Sexyland. Tom is right. It's pretty big. Hey! But. Aww. Canada's is bigger. Whoa! <laughs> um, Boys, we're going to Canada. Doesn't specify which one he went to, though. He went to the one in Geelong. Was he going to Geelong? At the, yeah, he said that yeah, when we when we saw him at the grand final. Randy, just confirm you. It was the Geelong one you were talking. Well, of course, he said Tom I'm was sure, right. I'm it's sure pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it took us two <laughs> days to drive past it when we drove past it. I don't know why Brandon <laughs> is out in Geelong. He's probably just catching up with Terrence. <laughs> going to my dad's place for a <laughs> roast. I <laughs> <laughs> probably going to the Great Ocean Road. Makes sense. I hope he just went to Geelong to see Sexy Land. Yeah, I, I, I hope that. I feel bad for his wife. Her hij- holiday's been hijacked by some <laughs> dummy dudes <laughs> on a podcast. This is an email from Chris. Subject, Hungry Jack's chips totally stack up. Oh, Howdy yeah. footy professors. Just wanted to share two things I experienced this weekend. The first I'd like to talk about is your rec- recommendation of Hungry Jack's chips. Boys, how good are they? They're crunchy, chicken salty, and fluffy in the middle. They're everything a KFC chip should be, but sadly rarely is. I cannot thank you enough for this recommendation. I had Hungry Jack's today for the first time in many moons after being burnt on their inferior deep fried potatoes too many times in the past. Now, my second experience is something different. On the weekend, I got to see my mighty Tigers demolish the GWS Giants in front of myself and 100,013 other onlookers. Seriously, how fucking good is Marlon Pickett? How good is Dustin Martin? How good is Dion Prestia and Basha Hooley? How fucking good is footy? Love the show, boys. Go Tigers. They're all very good. Mm. Congratulations. Congratulations, mate. Uh, well Happy done. Happy for you. Yeah. Look, that makes me feel a bit better. Yeah. A bit, bit, bit of a... It, look, it made people happy. That's right. Dude, that's it, what footy's all about. It didn't I, make us happy, but that's fine. Now I'm happy. Didn't make me unhappy. No, I'm that's okay me. with this victory. Yeah. Yeah. For the people, for the yeah. Richmond folks, for you. you for Swan you know, Street. Can, can, we talk about the, can we talk about the fact that um, Mick Malloy said if they win the premiership this year, he was going to get a Marvio Chol haircut? Oh, fuck yeah. Black and yellow mohawk. Did he do it? I don't know. He hasn't yet, surely. I would have. Surely that would have been all over social media. Well, it better happen. Something to look forward to. <laughs> Just Tom, when Geelong were winning premierships back when Ablett played. Yep. Um, talking junior. Yep. Were there barbers yeah, right. in the town doing free head shaves? Well, no, 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 no. Because when we when he first won one, he had hair. He had uh, long blonde hair. Second one though. Second one, he was bald. Um, Probably wasn't bald for long enough for it to be like iconic yet. Oh, yeah, no, just the one bolt, yeah. He was only bolt so for one year. So if he plays year. on and you win next year, do you reckon there'll be barbers doing free free shaves? I think if we win next year, people will be getting Grind Myers dreadlocks. You can't. That's just that's a harder thing to do than to go and get a Gary Ablett haircut. Oh, that'd be pretty good, You'd eh? have to have fucking long hair to begin with. I think I should get a Gary Ablett if we win. <laughs> <laughs> he said it here first. It's definitely happening. I, he to will. be honest, though, I can't. I'll shave your head. I have a weird head. I'll shave it. That's all right. Gary has probably thought he had a weird head before he shaved no, his head. No, I know I'll I have a weird head. I'll shave his head on the yeah, show. Yeah. It, on the show. Hang on. Yeah. Fuck off. Is that a Perfect. deal? If they win locked the grand in? final. Yeah, locked Producer in. Producer says it's happening. Beautiful. It's never it's heard it. It's happening. Oh, no, it's not happening. Pray for Tom, it. Long I've never wished someone to retire no, more. No, it's open. <laughs> Tom, I've had enough of your cowardice, and this is where you can change it, and you've taken a stand, and I respect that. <laughs> Fuck. One step further. <laughs> yeah. After we shave your head, then we're going to tattoo your head as well. With what? I don't know yet. 
No, I'm not getting a tattoo. We'll discover that. That'll be the journey of next year. I don't want a tattoo. That's yeah, all right. You, you won't get a tattoo. Back, you won't be able to see it. What if my hair doesn't grow back? Well. <laughs> <laughs> then I've got a witch-shaped head and a head tat. So good. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Can't go on dates with a bald head and a head tat. Uh, send us an email. What should Tom's tattoo? No, be? don't. <laughs> Fuck Gary. Retire. <laughs> Last email. And this is from Ricky. Subject: Yellow and black. Footy and family. Oh. Hey boys, been a fan since episode one and love the banter week after week. This year, however, I began to notice a bit of a recurring theme, which just so happened to be shit talking Richmond. <laughs> that was there last year. <laughs> In fact. It's been pretty consistent since we started. <laughs> As a lifelong fan and member, it was a tad grating to hear everyone, mostly Tom, Ooh. talk down to the club and its supporters. I decided to let it slide and sit back with quiet confidence, <laughs> knowing that if we got to the last day in September, despite the mounting injuries and the talk of us having no hope without some players, we had had a brand of footy and a system to win another flag. And we did. Yep. So now the quiet confidence is gone and the pride in my club has taken its place, and I just wanted to highlight a couple of moments that truly represent this football club. Firstly, the Marlon Pickett goal. There is so much to be said about champion players that take the game on their shoulders and lead from the front, and they deserve the accolades that come with that. Then there's this bloke called Dusty Martin, arguably one of the best in the game with individual honors being thrown at him like underwear to the Rolling Stones, and yet in the third quarter, game all but locked up and the chance for a goal to seal his second, Norm Smith... He looks for the debutant and hits him lace out. Dusty understood the moment and the story this guy had gone through just to get here. He does a truly selfless thing to create a moment that will be in grand final highlights packages for years to come. Marlon goes back and slots it like he was playing game 150 and every single tiger goes to him. It was glorious and it was the moment I knew we had it and tears started falling. It was a once in a lifetime footy moment. It was a beautiful moment. And we're on board. Like, oh, yeah, we, look, we've hung shit on Richmond every year yeah. because you've got to punch up. And But, look, I love the Richmond story. Oh, me too. There's so many good stories of Richmond. Dimmer. Love him. Hawley. Love him. Dusty. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> good player. Good player. Great player. I, there are other players I like more than Dusty. Prestia. Happy for him. Yeah. Tom Lynch. Happy for him. Very happy for him. Stinkiest hands in the world. Jack Rewop. Don't hate him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rioli. Exciting. Oh, Good that there's one in the game still. I like Grimes, too. I'm a big Grimes yeah, fan. Yeah, big Grimes fan. He ragdolled my boy Charlie, but I think he did it fairly. Just a great player. Mm. The second moment was one that has happened before, but was shown off again with this win. With this win. The song in the rooms. In 2017, the Tigers did something that, to my knowledge, hadn't been done before when the team sung the song. Every player on the list, the coaches and trainers, all linked up and belted out the best song in the game. Two years later, it was the exact same story, this time with all the listed players donning their jumpers, VFL and AFL premiership medallions around their neck and another new addition. Koch, Jack, Hooley and Pickett all had their kids in the circle with them. I know a lot of footy clubs bang on about a club being family and every listed player having his role, but this club with all its success lives it every day. Hal, Koch even mentioned the Tigers wheelchair team winning their premiership in his post-match interview. There is a culture that is ingrained in the players and staff and it is driving real success and as one of the many that suffered for years starved of wins and finals, it was truly a pleasure to see a team that plays for each other week after week gain the ultimate prize, the AFL Premiership. Anyway, love the show. Keep up the awesome work. Hope your team finds success next year. Kano, the Lions are on the verge of telling one of the best stories in footy. Don't give up the faith. Oh, never will. Love you, buddy. Joel, 
I love the Bombers, and outside of the yellow and black, Tipper is my favorite player right now. And Tom, well, my mom supports the Cats, so I won't say a bad word about them here, just for her sake. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Ricky. Thanks, Ricky's mum, for protecting me from getting bullied. Thanks, Ricky. Ricky. What a great email. That's a good email, mate. Ricky. Ricky summed up the game probably better than we did. Uh, so well done, Ricky. It's good to have you on the show. Uh, thank you so much for your email. That was a nice way to wrap things up. Can't believe the 2019 season's over now. Like, it's done. Yep. Good thing we've got a couple of weeks of fucking insanity trades to get us through. It's going to yeah, be cool. Fucking hell, though. Like, this grand final, I've just realized recording this episode. That's it. I don't hate Richmond anymore. There's too many people in that team that I like. Hey, you know who else is in that team, Sean? Who? Lepich. Oh, Leper. Happy for him, too. Yeah. Assistant coach. Oh, good on you, mate. Fuck. Shit. How good's footy, guys? Bloody great. If you want to let us know how good's footy is, you can send us an email at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Douche13. We'll be back next week. It's no footy to discuss, but trade rumors and when does the actual trade season start? It's begun. It's begun. Free agency sort of happening from now onwards, isn't it? Or oh, I think tomorrow, maybe? Tuesday, Friday, Wednesday? It, oh, no. We don't know. Things are we getting don't juicy. Know. People might have been traded by the time this episode goes out. <sighs> it's yeah. all fucked. Fuck. Go Tigers. Yellow and black. Oh. Nah, but I love my giant scarf and beanie, and I'm glad I bought them. Are you Fuck glad, you, Tom. Tom? Yeah, I love um, I love that um, that badge of my boyfriend, Phil Davis, that I bought. I Phil, a- I still love you, and I'm sorry people were being mean to you. You're the full backman of my heart. Shut up, Tom. Save big money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money.